0: Come on kids, now gather round, grab a log and sit right down, what's that smell, what's that sound, you're on fire, now hit the ground, it's the campfire should Show, and now your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Klimo. Hi Bo. Hi Meryl. How are you?
1: So good this week. Welcome to this week. We're getting into the sleeping bag with someone I've admired from afar for many years, and now he's getting into our sleeping bag. Very intimate. hey It's Seth Combs. He's a writer, editor, critic. I've uh, read his work. He's been critiquing music, film, and then he was the editor-in-chief of San Diego City Beat for a while, and just someone that uh, I think... Isn't afraid to be honest and critique art in a thoughtful and helpful way.
0: For me, uh, I'm huge into uh, music and movies and television, pop culture, and to hear that he is sort of an authentic and like, not I wouldn't say harsh, but like honest critique, you know, reviewer. That's very interesting to me, so I'm excited to see where this goes.
1: Me too. He also wears blazers a lot, and I have a feeling that Is maybe that if he, yeah he he honestly dresses like a beautiful like a Yale professor. <laughs> and I, I mean, he takes I feel like you are like he takes his job and his life very you know seriously. Mm. Yeah, so. look
0: sharp, be sharp. That's mm-hmm. what my dad always used to say. Um, well, without further ado, let's get into the sleeping bag with our good friend Seth, Seth
1: Coombs. <laughs> Oh my gosh! To see Seth in our this sleeping is bag, very molesty.
2: Me up. I don't really, I don't want to <laughs> be here anymore. I in a sleeping you bag. You won't remember d- it in like twenty years. All right, you, so you're drugging me as well? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh wow!
1: Welcome to <laughs> brilliant. That, that Starbucks, the the <laughs> sugar that you asked for, yeah, ain't, ain't so sugary. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's that taste nice, is got, an,
2: got a nice roofy aftertaste <laughs> to this to this iced coffee.
0: Seth, welcome. Oh, thank you. You're here in the sleeping bag. It's good to be here. You had
2: no idea. With Merle and Biao.
1: Oh my gosh, you just listened to our past episode. (laughs) Yes, I did listen to the last episode. You
2: did?
0: Oh, he was like, I don't want to do this. I've listened
2: to three episodes total. Uh, The last one was really good. Um, <laughs> and then I was the other two. Mer- as well Merle Calmato or whatever Merle your oh, name Oh yeah. And, but uh, nut nut was the good one. And bar and what was his name? Barbarian.
1: Brian Barbarian.
0: Oh Brian, yeah, Brian Barbarian. do you
2: know that guy? No, I do not. Oh, I'd, okay. I i I he he's one of those guys that you like know through social media or something. Yeah. You know, like you see him around or whatever. But I've never met him personally. And then what what was the other one that I was i really liked? Oh, um I I I admit that I have a bit of a crush on um, Jenny Milkowski. Oh yeah, who she's doesn't? So, I mean, right? Who you know, doesn't? Yeah, she's and got a great energy. Funny story. I th- I feel like I slid into her DMs uh. a few <laughs> times. So when she was talking, when you guys were talking about that, I was like, oh shit! But like, I never, I didn't really have anything to worry about because like it was just very like, oh my god, that's funny. Like, go you yeah. go girl. Not like shit, here's like like my that. dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. I was. I like me you. Like I've never sent a dick yeah. pic in my life. There's no reason. Um, to. What if, yeah. what if
1: you ro- you go girl with just a random picture of your dick? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Here's a tortilla with my dick in it.
1: You go, Carol. I can't.
2: I cannot understand why men do that. Me neither. You and I are on the same. Like page I am there, entirely buddy. too self conscious to fucking send a dick pic, but also just like, I I I can't get my head around like not knowing somebody and and feeling like comfortable enough yeah. to do that, or just cr- you know cruddy enough to do that to where you're like, oh yeah, like I'm definitely gonna score with yeah. someone, right if yeah. i like send my dick first of all dicks don't look good no from like, any by def yeah like i'm sorry but they don't like they are utilitarian and and that's it like they are there to serve a function and yours does not look good no like i'm sorry but you might think it looks good but it doesn't <laughs> like it's not a good looking organ and i if, think like your like your fucking
0: small intestine probably looks
1: yeah. better than your dick i've seen some i've sucked a few small intestines in my day uh
0: you're a writer Mm -hmm. you can you get kind of explain what you have been doing up till now um i mean
2: sure i i uh i started mainly as like a music writer uh for san diego city beat which is the local weekly here or one of the local weeklies it's not a weekly anymore but we'll probably yeah talk about that later um So, yeah, I just, I started writing about music and I kind of came in like swinging. I was like kind of developed over time, like a reputation as being like a more critical voice, Um, sometimes just outrightly rude. (laughs) Um, Do you feel that way? um, That's a hard question to answer. I I feel, yes, like I was, uh, I look back on some of my reviews and I I wish I'd been a little bit more logical (laughs) as to why. Uh you know, I, I read some of them and and my logic was always like this is so bad that I don't want to tell people what it sounds like because they don't need to ever listen to it. Yeah. And I and I, I stand by that logic, but at the same time, like, you know, you read it you know, it's like anybody who does any kind of art, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's music or writing or visual art, they Look at their old stuff and they're oh, yeah. like, you yeah. Know, yeah, they look at their old stuff and they're like, God, I didn't know shit. Well, you know? I have
0: a friend who is a painter and says he won't hang anything of his own work up in his house mm-hmm. because he knows that he'll just sit there looking at it going, like, this is what I'm oh, yeah. different. And it's just like a, an endless churning sure. of like doubt or like frustration that you you didn't do it this way or yeah right
2: no yeah I can totally relate to that
1: and did you get into that subject because are you a musician yourself or are you or you just wanted to cover that art
2: I I play instruments badly if that counts (laughs) I mean like I never I always told people that it was much more of a a situation where I was always too busy listening to Mm -hmm. like really you know have a a commitment enough to Mm -hmm. really get into an instrument I played trumpet a lot when I was um, in high school and stuff like that but other than that um but no i just really loved music and i really loved writing so i was like why don't i just write about something i know and i have a very sort of encyclopedic kind of memory when it comes to like i don't know what Song was the best-selling song in 1998, or some bullshit like that. It's
1: was it in sync or something?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, b- <laughs> I do believe he knows <laughs> no. it. Actually, He's yeah, like, I don't know this. I oh, yeah, actually, I think I know the that. biggest single of that year was actually uh, Smash Mouth or
0: something. Uh, like uh, that. Was I'll there go. a just to jump around a little bit? Was yeah. there a band that got you th- like kind of really amped up about writing
2: about music? oh that's a really good question. I don't uh like who's a band that when I was younger that like I just really wanted to write about them. You know, the best way for me to answer that, and I was telling somebody this the other day, is like, I will never be that person who gets nostalgic about the music he listened to as a young... Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you're like in your, you know, your parents' house or something, and they're playing like all that shit that they listened to (laughs) when they were growing up. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, like, this is real music. And like, (laughs) I don't, you know, like, or, or somebody, you know, like... I, and the way that this discussion started was, like, this person was listening to, like, uh, uh, a song that I was, that I loved, and it's, it just happens to be, like, this, like, really trap rap song <laughs> that that I loved, and, 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 and she was just, like, oh, I just, I don't like rappers today, and da-da-da. And, you know, so she has, like, this nostalgia for, like, you know, 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. hip-hop that, like, you know, that was when music was real yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm, like, do you not realize that, like, when those artists came out, there were like, you know, older sort of like run DMC fans were like, yeah. this is a real hip hop right. you know, or whatever. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, you know, they don't have like a real DJ or whatever. Right. You know? And
1: the kids say like "Billy Eilish will be that for that, right. like 20 years from now. I
2: mean, truth be told, I cannot get into Billie Eilish for the for the life of me. But like, you know, I, I put out on, inst- on my Instagram story the other day, like my hundred best songs of the year. And, you know, to summarize, it was just really like sad bastard music and like trap. <laughs> and like you're just like wow like okay like wh- i'm all over the place but to get back to your question like i don't really remember because i don't get nostalgic about music that okay. i grew up with like there are some records that i'll still go back to like i <laughs> right before i came over here i was listening to um the black parade okay. by my chemical romance oh, yeah. Yeah. and like it was like i remember like loving that record And I hadn't listened to it in years And like the New York Times Just, just did this two-page spread About that album and, and how sort of it, you know Influenced all the, this entire generation of musicians And I remember listening to it and going like You know, other than the title track I'm not really feeling this anymore Like that was a time and a place yeah. And I'd rather just leave it there So I don't really remember If there was a, a, a band That I really made me want to write I just wanted to write about like all music
0: this makes me ask another question. Um, Is there a band that you thought had so much promise and really had some a re- like interesting work in the beginnings of their career and oh, then sort yeah. of fell off to just junk? Somebody that you're like, all okay, right, this is the next. And they're like, oh,
2: <laughs> um, you know, most of the bands that I think that about are actually huge. Really? Yeah, you know right. what I mean? It's like. There are bands that I was like, wow, this band is really good and shows a lot of promise. And then they become garbage. Yeah. You know, they be like Coldplay is a great example. I agree. Like, like that first Coldplay record. It was just so fucking Parachutes good. shoots was so good. Right. And then like they became like this fucking turd nugget of a band. <laughs> and, right. you're d- and just like, I don't know if like Gwyneth and her goop got to them yeah. or what, but like and, and I don't want to do like that whole like Yoko thing mm-hmm. where like I'm blaming the woman sure, or anything. I'm not sure. saying that. I was just you know using a convenient you know metaphor. But like so, but yeah, I just don't like that band at all anymore. Like right, ugh, you know. But so that I I often think of it differently in the in the way that like
1: they could have gone like this way, but I'm yeah, I'm like, you know, oh.
2: like you could have been like such a you could have been like I don't know for lack of you know a Sleater Kinney or a Radiohead like a band that actually did get better and like still took chances yeah. yeah and you didn't become sort of like a farcical copy of yourself
1: uh do you ever heard, hear of the new radicals i they, love the new radicals are you me too. fucking kidding me Th- that's right now. one that, really
2: are you talking about like that guy with yeah, like, the Alex, floppy hat I, and that like album is fucking one of running kind. around yelling about marilyn manson this is like, why
1: i love him
0: i actually loved that, that gl- album
1: that's a best I, album. I'm that's one of the He be- like I'm leaving. I'm walking out of to He that. ended up <laughs>
0: becoming a producer for a lot of really popular albums. <laughs> and he's here tonight. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 so getting hate, out of the sleeping so bag. So you hated him. You hated <laughs> this. Oh,
1: this is our this first album, guest that's ever left right? the sleeping bag.
2: Like I remember, okay, so this is this goes back to sort of my encyclopedic lo- uh, uh knowledge or whatever. Like and I remember when that song came out. Yeah. And it's it, it was uh, admittedly a catchy tune yeah. I'm probably going to have it in my head The rest of the day
0: unfortunately mm-hmm. That's and what I you blame get when you, you give I'm going to play it right now You got the music new-
2: Um, so, like, okay. Um, yeah, and I remember that song came out, and he has that song where, like, or he has that part in the song where it's, like... You're you all know, fakes like, run to your mansion. Yeah, he's, like, naming mansion. all these people, and, and and he's dancing around the fucking video, like, goddamn Jamiroquai on crack. <laughs> and you're, like, what the oh. fuck is this guy doing with this stupid... F- oh, and that fucking hat. I would buy oh floppy God, hats that after floppy I saw that. Oh, my God, that floppy fucking it's a, hat. It's like a fishing hat. It was... Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. or no, he... He wasn't like full John Popper and had like the fishing vest as well, <laughs> but it was a very fishing hat. It's like hat. a bucket. Oh. Yeah,
1: I honestly would go out Dang. and I bought like a whole bunch of those hats. That album, though, I'm that, telling you, the album is so good. You it guys really is both so good.
0: clearly <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. And I have, to say, I have to say that taste. I had different tastes then, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah. I feel like a much more developed palate with music now. Oh, yeah. But back then... Uh, you know, my band that I thought had so much promise. We've talked on the podcast so many times. Everybody that's listening, that's heard me before, knows exactly what I'm going to say. But Counting Crows was that band that was like- Bro,
2: I love Counting Crows. Okay. So, so underrated. I have to, <laughs> I have a theory about Counting Crows. <laughs> oh, my th- Okay. I feel, okay, when it comes to Counting Crows, like those first three or four records are so goddamn good. Solid. If they had been marketed uh-huh. a different way, all right. If they had not like fully bought into like what their A and R people were trying to do yeah. with them, if they had been, let's say, for example, like marketed like a goth band, like uh-huh. The Cure or uh-huh. something like that, oh. their following would be so much more huge. Really? Like you know what I mean? Like if they, if, yeah. if, if it, like you know, Mister Jones is one thing. Yeah. But the fucking rest of that record, and especially the record after, was uh,
0: uh, a The, the satellite. Yeah, recovering the satellites. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. Those songs are goddamn sad. Yeah. Like like there's that song yeah, um on the second album and it's like uh good night elizabeth oh or something my God, like that. And song. like there was that other one where at the end he's just like screaming leave me alone like over and oh over gosh. and over again. I think
0: it's perfect blue buildings. I don't know whatever. No, that's I on don't. the first record. Oh okay, you're yeah, talking yeah. the second. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah,
2: yeah, the second one recovering the satellites. Like the vast majority of that album is just fucking weep fast and like I, if they had been marketed as like, you know, like a cure mm-hmm. or like, you know, a a it, like if they had like makeup on. You oh. know what I mean? Like if <laughs> if they were like if, like if like if like they were like look we know that you guys, you know, like dress the way you dress or whatever, but like if you you know, like be mysterious, don't fuck Jennifer Aniston and don't fuck every right. like don't fuck right. the cast of friends. Right. Adam. Yeah. True. Adam,
0: please don't do that. Okay, question. Number one band when you were a high school kid. Well, that go that come that
2: goes back to what we were talking about before with uh the new shitticles or radicals or whatever <laughs> the fuck they were called uh floppy hat jamboree um so yeah but they they mentioned that you know like m- courtney love marilyn manson yeah. go back yeah. to your mansions or whatever and i remember like i was totally team manson on that because okay. like i was really and that's you know one of those things where you admit it and you're like I don't feel great about it, but I was really into Marilyn Manson. When Definitely I was of the time. My yeah. God. Yeah. 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 I just, and, and I, I do look back on it and feel like, you know, in those, like in the late nineties, what he was doing was, it was sort of a facsimile of, of what previous artists had done. However, like this, the whole concept of him, like, you know, being this androgynous figure yeah. and things like that. I really did feel like that there was a, A level there that people weren't appreciating, and the fact that he would like kiss his his male band members on stage, and he was like really out there with with uh, you know still kind of like taboo Mm -hmm. sexual for sure uh, things. So like I do give him credit in that regard, and I still you know will throw on a song by him every now and then and be like, yeah, this is still
0: pretty good. I remember it being very shocking, but also thinking this isn't for me, but I totally get it i right. i think it's super smart right it's just not for me yeah and he's like a
2: total joke now yeah. like i mean he's just like kind of this pompous asshole really yeah and yeah. that's
1: what i was going to ask is now like was that is that a, just a straight-up character that he's playing or is that is he like a normal I person i think it now? was
2: always i think it started out as a character like he was still brian warner uh, or whatever yeah. his name was but then he like slowly be like became this character this marilyn manson character and you know so like there is that element but at the same time like you know I, what i mean like now he's just like you know marilyn manson but like he's like marilyn manson old yeah, yeah. which is yeah. like doesn't work right you know so your t- shelf life for that kind of project <laughs> yeah. is very limited yeah and when you keep trying to do it you know like it's just yeah uh, uh, and, and i know that there, there are some people who will go see like people like him and rob zombie and the artists like that, where it's just like, ugh, like, do I really want to see this person try? I right,
0: know. You know? I kind of feel like he's the musical Nicolas Cage, in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, what if they're both the same person? That that's a really funny them. analogy. They, they they seem like the same thing. It's like, they, yeah, you had moments of like, there's something here. Yeah. There's a lot of talent here, but like as they grow old, you're like, I don't want to see this anymore at all, and you're still doing the same right. thing. It's bad.
1: It's like, go open a winery. Go ahead. Yeah. Save your head and open (laughs) a winery. Jeez.
2: There's a lot of musicians with wineries. There's that that guy Maynard from Tool. Yeah. Like, that's the first one that comes to mind. Do you like Tool? That is a great example of a band that I loved, like, loved in high school and loved in college and was just like, these guys are being like, they're just blowing my mind with every (laughs) album or whatever. And then you know i i remember being into wh- whatever the name of that album was 10,000 days i think was like their second to last one i mean they go like you know a decade or more between records sure but yeah they they're good and i will still listen to some of their their older stuff every now and again but they didn't age well with me again it goes mm-hmm. back to that like i don't get nostalgic about stuff like i love new music yeah you know like i'm always looking for like newer stuff and I have a ton of records, but I barely ever listen
0: to them. So, uh, I'm sorry, I have lots of questions, so I'm just going to keep sure. Go off. ahead. Uh, music and especially, uh, reviewing music seems like such a hard job because most people find themselves being attracted to one type or several types of music that sort of branches into each other. But mm-hmm. like, I would say when people are like, Oh, you know, people used to ask this bullshit question. I'm like, what kind of music do you like? But it's like. Now it's like everything is so broad. It's like mm-hmm. I-, I like music and that includes a lot of different things. I think mostly because uh, programs or uh, applications like Spotify or sure. the Apple, you can listen to so much. So you find yourself liking more things because you're trying new things because it's essentially free in mm-hmm. that you're way. You're not like right? just going to buy a CD. Right right, like, right, 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 right. Like, yeah. You're like, right. well, I like Alternative Rock. Yeah. It's right. like, now you can, you can listen to stuff. I used to say I don't like country and gospel mm-hmm. necessarily, but now I find myself really appreciating old country. Mm-hmm. Is there a, a difficulty for you as a reviewer? Is there a type of music that right out of the gate, you're like, this is going to be hard because I don't like this mm. type of music already, and now mm. I have to speak you know, critically about it and also... S- no, you know, not tear them down just because they happen to be in country or happen to be in sure. something like that is there is there a type of music that no, no, I mean well, yes and no the, it, the the
2: question is is fair and like the the, the short answer is no, there's not a, a a type of music that I would shy away from because I do love all genres. I really do. I even like new country. I mean you like old country, but I like yeah old country and new country, and there's some really great new country artists out there. Like I'll fully admit to loving Casey Musgraves, Mm -hmm. you know, like she's awesome in my book. But now, I. But to 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 go expand on it a little bit more, like there are genres where I wouldn't feel comfortable because I don't know enough. Okay, you know, so like if you're somebody who writes about jazz, yeah, then you obviously have a very, uh, you know, you, you that not only do you appreciate the music, which I do, you know, I appreciate jazz, but I don't know enough about it. Uh-huh. You know, it's like there's uh, there's a level there or classical music, you know, like I do quite love, I love, I go to every San Diego opera, I go to the opera and I go to classical music concerts and there's an appreciation there. Do I feel comfortable enough to review it? Mm, maybe, I don't know, but it would definitely be something to where like, I wouldn't put myself in a position to where like, if I was going to review something that that wasn't necessarily something that I knew a lot about like I know a lot about rock music I know a lot about rap music mm-hmm. I know a lot about country music but if I but I don't have a very encyclopedic knowledge of classical music because you know in many ways, like that's uh, an era that like I didn't live through, you know, and I didn't get that on my Spotify playlist, you know, (laughs) Beethoven's new track, you know. (laughs) Uh.
0: I kind of feel like jazz and classical music is sort of like, um, if you imagine music being food, Mm. it's like the high end French restaurant that I would have no idea what I'm talking about, but I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I like food, Right. right, but I don't understand what the complexities are happening. I just know that it, Tastes good. Right. Right. And so uh, some of that would be, I think what you're saying is it's a little lost on mm-hmm. on me, the, the, the internal workings of classical and jazz. I just know like, wow, I really like the way that makes me feel. Yes, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I think that, that, I mean, really, like I don't, I don't want to put down the profession or anything like that, but I really do feel like that's what music writing is in mm-hmm. essence, mm-hmm. is like things, sounds that you're attracted to that make you inspired, you yeah. know, to write about it. So I, I, I don't limit myself in that regard. And, and to use your analogy, like I, I was a food critic for like a hot minute um, a while ago, and I was completely intimidated. I didn't know. I mean, they actually ended up liking what I wrote, but it was be, it was so exhausting because I found myself, you know, researching the hell out of things because right. I'm meticulous like that. And and, you know, they again, they really appreciated it and thought I did a good job. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. You're right. You don't enjoy yeah, it at that point. Like I like. Yeah. Like, no. I, again, I I love and appreciate food. And I know when t- something tastes good most yeah. of the time. I'm so, there's certain foods that you eat, and you're like, I know I'm supposed to like this, but probably not. <laughs> Do you know? I, yeah. You
1: were the, you, uh, this sounds so weird, but I was going to say you broke my calamari hymen. Which they kind of taste the same. Why
2: does that sound weird? I I don't know. mean, this (laughs) conversation took a turn. I was just about to say
1: the the first, why don't I say it like a normal person would, the first time I had calamari was with you, Seth.
2: Are you talking (laughs) about the the (laughs) restaurant up
1: the street? I don't know. You took me, many years ago, we went out to dinner and you took me to like a really nice restaurant and you said, get the calamari. And I had, I pretended like I was like, yeah, that. And I didn't know what it was. And then it was really good. And ever since then, it was like a really, (laughs) it was a cool restaurant. I think Italian.
2: I feel like this is like, you know, like one of those like, oh yeah, you introduced me to heroin. And now, I'm yeah. an <laughs> no, I, um, no, I'm fucking fat.
1: Excuse me, which I have, but it's okay. <laughs> Mer- Merle
0: loves her some fried yeah, calories. I think you would call me Merle.
1: You know it's Merle Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. I don't know, it's okay. I'm going to keep doing <laughs> that. I, actually, no, I like it better for Merle, Merle Yeah, Merle. I feel like Seth knew that.
0: It's, it's like the laziest way of saying Merle.
1: Merle.
2: You know what? A Merle eats her I, Merle. Calamari. I remember that dinner, and you want to know a funny story, Bo? Always. Okay. When we went out to dinner, I thought it was a date. You did? Yeah. I thought oh we were god. on a date and like,
1: and I talked about my boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are oh you god. kidding me? No, no wait, I'm this not. Is so funny. Okay, so we'll talk. Okay. I gotcha.
2: don't and like and in hindsight, I don't know how. You mean in Hyman's sight? Yeah, yeah, Heimans-
1: yeah no. <laughs> In hymen sight. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is that such. Better, a, so, this is a shit show. I did not know this at all.
2: That better be in the episode description. <laughs> um, that word. Okay, so uh. in Hyman's sight, I um I I don't know why I thought that. But I I always knew that we were like friends yes. and that we were familiar. We have a great chemi- I, yeah, yeah.
1: I think you can tell that I have like a great affinity for you. Oh, absolutely, yeah.
2: and and the, it's the feelings mutual. But like it was really funny because like, but there was something there was something within the conversation setting up the dinner that sort of like, don't get me wrong, like I didn't come in going like this is a date totally. But I, there was like some trepidation there, like is this a date? Like we've never been out to dinner before, and
1: it was like a Friday night, right? It was very like Friday night, <laughs> seven p.m.,
0: right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. picked you up. You're gonna like send well, you dick yeah. pics. I mean, he did everything. <laughs> in a to w- calamari. <laughs> yes, I, the, I, it was like on the, the ring.
2: The, you know, because the cal- the fried calamari is often circular, and my dick fit perfectly through it. <laughs> Look at so. like seven of these on there. <laughs> Put a ring on that bitch. And I think um, yeah,
1: it felt the the thing felt very datey. I feel like we got wine and we got. We, did. we went to an Italian but restaurant. G- but again, that
2: that like helped. That made me think like, oh, is this a date? But then she mentioned the boyfriend, and I was like, oh. Alright, now I know for sure. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not thank God like right,
1: because right, it right. wasn't a date. Right. But
0: Seth, just like thank Seth, to, like, <laughs> we, we understand <laughs> All of our listeners. Even my boyfriend understand. now is like, I wish I listened. <laughs> like, to, no.
1: Everyone is like everyone says
2: thank you. No, no, no. And so like, but that was funny because like there was like this level of like you know, like tight butthole because you're like, I don't know if this is...
1: Thai butthole? Tight like tight butthole. Oh, like, oh I thought you were doing like a karate a move. Clenching. Like, this is my tight butthole. Yeah, Thai butthole, <laughs> oh, which is
2: very different <laughs> from tight butthole because in Thailand, that probably means something completely <laughs> uh, different. I've totally. been there. I
0: can tell you it does. <laughs> yes. That's so
1: funny. Yeah, I guess it's so weird to me because like that experience that you and I have, that ha- we had, I love that, but I guess sometimes people just need to, people need, there needs to be clarity because yeah. some things some things that I do can like seem so much like a date, but yeah, I guess. It would be funny if she's like, Do you wanna go out on
0: a date with me? This
1: isn't
2: a date. (laughs) Right, right. Well like that's the whole thing is like, you know, you don't you know you're you're kind of you know that you are friends, you know that you get along swimmingly, you know that like they make you laugh and all these things. Yeah. And then there is that element like, Oh, we should go out to dinner sometimes. How about Friday night at an Italian restaurant? And then you're like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, maybe we're taking this to the next level. Or oh, my gosh, here. that's so
1: funny. Yeah, so sorry. Of course, no, Meryl, of course I love
2: Meryl was, would be clueless. And I really want to b- clarify, like I wasn't being presumptuous. I really did come in not knowing. Of course, like, that, would I didn't presume. Any, that would confuse yeah. anybody. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I that's
0: mean, so funny. Oh, there just oh are God. those friendships that you know, like, uh, like there's that moment where you're like, okay, well, you're an attractive person and I'm an attractive person. Sure. And we get along and like, maybe this is going to be a thing. And then there's something that happens. You go, nope, not going to be a thing. Right, right. And, th- and that's a really nice place to go to. But generally you know?
2: those things, those things that happen that make you go, oh no, are like bad things. <laughs> yeah. It's like you realize like that person's, you <laughs> yeah. know. We had a great oh, no, non-date. It was like, yeah. I had so much fun. <laughs> they send you dick pics with some <laughs> calamari, you know, or whatever it is. There's oh. something that happens where you're like, Oh yeah, like that's not going to work. I and I've got a d- boyfriend I was
1: even with. No, oh great!
2: Well, good to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it could have been could have been magical marijuana. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> what could have been? <laughs> yeah.
2: No, but um, but yeah, but there's generally those things that make you realize, like again, whether it's music taste or you find out that they're a secret Nazi or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, you know. music
0: taste must be a thing for you. That's like, ooh, yeah, you don't like the same. You're really have the worst taste. I can't date you.
2: I I broke up with a uh a woman at a concert, like at a Maxwell concert. You know Maxwell, right? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Remember the 90s R&B yes. king? I broke up with her at the concert, like mid concert. Like she had to sit next to me the rest of the concert <laughs> because oh, no. she admitted before the show started that she liked Limp Bizkit. Oh. And I was like and this again this was like 99ish, you know, and I was like Yeah, no.
1: Are you gonna say it, Bo? That his biscuit
2: with... Oh, you like Limp Biscuit? No, No. but you just see Bo. Oh my God! Well, I'm sorry. No, I I honestly,
0: I would say that I'm. uh, There is a level of crazy in that, right? You, you can look back and go, I believe in what I did, but it's also kind of wacky that I would break up with a girl at a concert because she liked Limp Biscuit. No, not really. Okay, so, (laughs) but for me, I'm the same way. Right, I'd be like, ooh, there was okay. I've never told the story. If I, gr- if,
2: if I was dating somebody uh, and they said I like Sublime, oh god, I it. would be like, "This is, we're done here." Yeah, yeah. because they yeah. don't have. Rachel.
1: So,
0: at the time, oh man, I'm a single guy. I meet this girl, this this woman at a, an event. She is balls to the walls, one of the hottest people, mm. tall, blonde, mm-hmm. model-esque, just like why is this girl talking to me that's how i felt uh, that's how i felt inside which doesn't happen a lot because you don't meet a lot of people that she's are, a baldest yeah she's yeah. a baldest yeah. right and <laughs> oh wait a minute, if
2: you're a baldest you probably were like prejudiced against bald people oh maybe
0: she's what she liked it. okay anyway whatever yeah. she, uh, whatever i she liked the cut of my jib right got it. and so she was clearly she asked for my number she was following up with me we had uh, hadn't gone out yet But she was trying to I was, It was clear She was trying to find a way To get me to go Do something with her mm-hmm. Right And I'm just like What is this happening and I had all this self doubt mm. But then she asked me like Hey I got the new Dane Cook special um. On DVD <laughs> And thought maybe you'd want to Come over and watch it And oh, I was like yeah. I was just like Nope This isn't gonna work I out. can't do Dane Cook mm. I mean People probably th- Hear that and just go You're fucking ridiculous.
1: Ridiculous. But he would be your Limp biscuit, like That's if, my Limp biscuit. Yeah. It's
0: like that kind of like level of comedy where I'm like, oh, that's just low hanging fruit and really just like ugh. the fact that
2: Dane Cook's maybe not so much his comedy career, but his acting career, his his aspirations beyond. I guess what he was doing was comedy. I don't want to say comedy because yeah. I feel like it's insulting to people who do comedy. I agree. So like the fact that his career is is you know ostensibly over is proof of a higher power. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like God, it's that's how like know God exists. <laughs> like I have no that's tangible so evidence that God exists. I've been to church. I've oh dabbled in other <laughs> spiritual faiths, but like mostly it's like the fact that you know the fact that like you know Dane Cook, people like Dane Cook and uh, Fred Durst don't have like much of a career anymore are proof that like yeah that's that true. There's, yeah. A, there's a a connection. There's a a, a force. Someone's in the world. looking over. Yeah.
1: It. I just remembered. Uh, Okay, this is true. That one of the reasons I thought it it wouldn't be a date is because oh god, we're back Jesus. on this. Wait, 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 hold on, like, hold on. Really, this ties it all together because I thought of I always have thought of you as like not a modelizer, Durst, but someone that of- has like gorgeous girlfriends. And I in a in a like I love myself so much, but I just thought I'm just not like pretty enough for Seth. And so in a good way, I was like, you and I could have like a really fun like funny intellectual conversation. But I almost thought like like he wouldn't be into me because in a non-self bad way, I've seen some a of the girls. A non-self bad way? Like in a way that I still, I still like in you a very a realistic writer. way. <laughs> yeah, it's very.
2: You should be a writer. Very modest, me, non, like, <laughs> me non-self bad.
0: <laughs>
1: me love me, but, me lo- but you so not you, love me.
0: You, you kind of considered him I as only going out I thought wouldn't be pretty with, enough for with, Seth to okay.
1: like, but I still think I'm, like, are you a ha- are you a modelizer? Yeah. I,
0: I think there's
2: well. First of all, I just want to say that me love me is like my my live laugh love. I want a poster of that. <laughs> me above love me. A, a poster <laughs> of that above my bed. So with two pictures <laughs> of just me. Or in the bathroom, yeah. right, right above the shitter. Me love me. Me love me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Me go plop plop. <laughs> 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 yes me go pop plop
0: so do you feel
2: oh, like you wow. only date so am i not pretty uh, enough for No, 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 absolutely absolutely no, no i've seen
1: some of your girlfriends before and i feel like you date like same as Bob i don't as know who anymore.
2: you're talking about like i did have a a girlfriend for a while who was very tall and very and She skinny. lived in la and something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah she, she yeah, did yeah. live so in L- la uh well she didn't live in la we we lived here and then she moved up there and that's pretty much what led to the to the end of that was just like she wanted me to move out up, up there. I I wouldn't. I wanted to stay here. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, but like that's pretty much like the only one. But you probably remember that one because it, it lasted a while. Yeah. So. So
1: me not pretty for you, but me love me. <laughs> but like. <to>
2: <laughs> just talk like that the rest of
0: the episode. Oh, this is my um, jazz review. <laughs> this is what she normally talks like. <laughs> okay, so let's do a bug bite. Bug I hate this whole farm to table, farm to fork craft, small batch bullshit that's going on. I hate it. It's like okay. farm to table. Well, that doesn't really bother me so it much. It doesn't, so I
2: mean if if they get super, if they get like especially silly about it like you know like the portlandia yeah. skit where it's like
0: you need to know like where the uh, right that's the ridiculous. chicken's name and where like, it came from you see and all these like describers like uh this is a chef driven menu mm-hmm. yeah every menu is yeah. the chef that's, that's, is yeah, making right. the food you, you just described burger king right? <laughs> you know like, <laughs> the fish fillet or whatever yeah. 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 i just get it's just like one more way to sell it and make it sound pretentious and then I was like oh it must be good it's chef driven mm. it's you know right. craft cocktails like what does that mean right every i mean i don't know
2: Um, and this might sound a little old man on the lawn yelling at children kind of thing, (laughs) but like, I really don't like how concerts and and live shows have become sort of this mannerless exercise where you're just like, like, okay. So to, to, to be more specific, one of the things, and, and Meryl, I'm sure you are more than aware of this, uh, uh, trend. When you go to shows and it's standing room only and it's general admission and there's a fucking guy the sign of like the size of Hodor (laughs) (laughs) who who plants himself in the middle front or second row or, you know, not road, but like and and nobody behind him can see a goddamn thing. Like and I'm like, at what point? In our existence, in our life, I feel like they were like you know cavemen your people, Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me go poop or <laughs> me, <laughs> me, me, blub me blub pop up Yes. So <laughs> eat deer, go plop, plop. <laughs> Um I feel like even they like had like some sort of like amphitheater where yeah. they're they're sitting around watching you know somebody bang a bone um, <laughs> on a mule skin drum and they're like you know o- Olaf, you know, can you can you. Crouch down a bit <laughs> because you're gigantic, you know, and you know, no, no nobody else you're can four see. Four foot three, yeah, at yeah. yeah. that time, we no see Fred. Yeah. Oh my God,
1: and you'd be in the corner, like writing on a rock about it all. Like, that would you'd be the critic, like <laughs> chiseling taking the like, longest. I know, I would love that. View.
2: No, I mean, like, I, I'm sorry, but I feel so bad. I mean, I'm tall enough to where, like, I can probably see some of the. I just did a little head bob for. Yeah. People who miss my voice just there. Um, but I'm doing, you know, like the the look around and things like that. But there are people who are, are significantly shorter than I am yeah. who are just like sitting there going like this motherfucker.
1: Yeah. That's you know? And true. I feel
0: bad because the person deserves to be, you know, get whatever place he gets like everybody else. But there is this thing like, can you stand off to the side a little bit? Right. Still in the same area, yeah. but like over where you're not blocking everybody. I totally get right. that.
1: No, I'm mad. I agree with you. I yeah. hate
0: the videoing, like the whole oh, show. Yeah, right, true. like just enjoy the show. And, I think and you're hearing more of the the artist yeah. saying like, "Hey, don't do that."
2: Yeah, know? yeah. That bo- I mean, that bothers me, but not probably to your level. I think that that's a I I I don't get I don't let myself get bothered by generational things you know like i feel like that's very Listen generational to this motherfucker no you know i know Some, what it, oh. I, I really don't like i mean i really i don't let that kind of stuff bother. it does bother me but it doesn't bother me to the level of like where i'm like oh my god like ugh. you know like it like it, it's not a bug bite for me it's more of like a a a pinch, and then I slap the <laughs> mosquito. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, my God. It's so nice talking to smart people. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why? I
1: mean, all of our other guests are smart, but because <laughs> you're, you're just smart. Jesus,
2: oh, Meryl. Wow. Okay. Thanks, Meryl. Do you want to just do you go to an Italian <laughs> restaurant? You yes. want some calamari later? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, but, yeah, so I don't let that kind of uh, thing bother me. And, like, you know, it's just like when, when people of a certain age get bothered by like what younger people are doing yeah i
0: I mean i don't mean to be like that it's just some of these uh generational changes that i see uh seems like like the talking in theaters now, the right. people being on their phones kind of like takes away from the experience for me. Mm. And it's not because I'm like, oh, these young kids, it's like anybody using their phone. If it's an old lady leaving right. their ringer on, I'm like, come on, this is like you wouldn't do this at the opera. And I'm paying for this experience. That's
2: really funny you mentioned that because I did go to like a, a musical yeah. the other night, like uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, great show. But like, and I actually saw a kid do that during Jeez. the show oh my and i think like some but I didn't get too bent out of shape about it because much of the show like revolves around social media Mm -hmm. and like how kids communicate today. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what the show's about. And so I didn't get too bent out of shape about it. But like her mom or whoever she was with, like kind of swiped her hand (laughs) down and was Mm -hmm. like, you can't do that. That's not the right form. So, yeah, like there is that element that like. So if I'm going to see Rufus Wainwright or something at the the Belly Up Tavern. right? I love him. Yeah. He's like my probably one of my favorite musicians of all time. So like. If I go see him and people are doing that, oh my god! I actually got yelled at for doing that at that show. You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I wasn't like in the front or anything doing it. I wasn't being obnoxious about it. I just wanted to take a quick pic. I wasn't doing yeah. like that thing where they take the whole goddamn yeah. song, or, song or, yeah. or whatever, you know. So, like, I just wanted to take a quick picture. And this woman was there, started yelling at me, like like very loudly, like, to where people could hear her, but oh. probably didn't notice my phone. And she was like, "You can't do that." And I was like, uh, <laughs> "What?" Say, it,
1: follow it up with like, take a picture. You can't take a picture. Yeah, and I was, and I really
2: wanted to take a video of her, or like you know, yeah. and make her go viral or whatever. Yeah. But there are you know, people that that clearly bothers, and I understand that, and that's why I'm not trying to be like overtly obnoxious about it.
0: I want to switch gears because there's a story that Meryl kind of hinted at with me uh, about you. Um, again, Whoa. getting back to you being, you know a writer reviewing and being pretty intense with Mm -hmm. your words sometimes Mm -hmm. right she has told me that uh some of your reviews have like set a blaze in the the local music scene sure and i wanted to know if you had i don't know if like that's a little hyperbolic but okay well um, i
1: think you i think you you don't coddle bands and i think sometimes in the past that has Mm -hmm. uh like, I don't know, maybe sparked definitely some ruffled contra- some feathers, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So, one instance uh, that she had mentioned to me is that someone took out an article did about you? no, no, that, that's, yeah, you clear that's it up. actually like a, a bit of a, a mi- like misunderstanding,
1: okay? It's
2: not an urban myth, but yes, that did happen. So, uh, basically, they that the, the publication that I worked for, City Beat, they did i mean, who's to say they'll do it anymore, but like, um, they did a local music issue every March and it was completely devoted to i can't take credit for it it was started it was actually the first time i ever wrote for city beat was for that issue and basically the gist of it has always been that anybody and everybody can send in their cd or demo or or album or whatever whatever format it's in we will listen to it wow and like we will listen to everything you know you're rolling the dice in the That's regard scary. of yeah you're rolling the dice in the regard of like who gets to review it uh, so yeah. like you know you could get the 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 writer who never gives like a bad review and always has something constructive to say or you could get me you know <laughs> yeah. you know or, who's who's constructive but very you know acerbic in their tone so um, they're
1: and you don't really care about being liked too much or, to me that's, that's maybe clear by like, everything that you said today n- oh well no, um, I'm just kidding <laughs> no <laughs> or, or he's like, like <laughs> I don't like you or maybe you're like you're not afraid to be unliked
2: no I don't care So, sorry, yeah, I don't, but, like, um, yeah, so there was a a gentleman, uh, his name is Josh, he was a local singer-songwriter, and I didn't, um, I don't remember, actually, if I ever reviewed his stuff, but I was very... Vote. We went to the San- I went to a San Diego Music Awards, and he won for like best local recording. And listen, like his music was just derivative <laughs> singer songwriter garbage. And like I, d- I doubt he'll ever hear this, so like I'm not too worried about it. Thanks. He's I, got... We appreciate your and belief he's... in us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 it wasn't really like fucking a re- asshole. Was a re- it, it, it was It wasn't a, was a r- podcast critic. It, it wasn't really
2: a remark on 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 your guys's popularity. But anyway. He's, like, this singer-songwriter, and I, like, tweeted out something, like, who the fuck is this guy? And, like – because I had, like, sort of a horse in that race, mm-hmm. and, like, I really wanted this other band to win because they deserved it, and he was, like, you know, this, like, John Mayer wannabe kind of person. And so, like, it started this whole thing, like, oh, like, Josh is so nice. Why do you have to shit on his music? And I'm, like, because it's trash and, like, you know, or whatever I said at the time. And then – um, and what was funny was we actually – ended up becoming sort of friends afterwards like we became not like close or anything but like he he, he was really cool in the regard that he took he always took my criticism as like a a sort of badge of honor or mm. as oh, like yeah. or as just constructive criticism however poorly put it was yeah you know and he even like he won another award at the san diego music awards like years later and actually ended up thanking me in his speech saying or he didn't thank me he said uh Seth sucked my balls or something <laughs> like that, but it was very cheeky. And then came up to me afterward, you know, uh, after he would already won the award, and gave me like a big hug and said, like, you, you know, you've actually Aww. made me a better musician. Right? Now. Yeah, Par- that
0: criticism is sometimes yeah. very helpful if you if you know that it's right. coming from a, a place of you weren't trying to be mean. Right. You were just being like
2: abrasively honest. honest. Yeah. Sure. You know. And so like yeah, and and uh, you know he so we, again we ended up becoming sort of friends and 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 he and so. To go back to what you were asking about, that was a very sort of like tongue in cheek thing. Mm. It wasn't like somebody who maliciously was like, fuck that guy. And I'm taking oh. an ad out in this special music issue just to fuck with them. It was actually kind of like. like cute comedic. But it's, you know, if people see it, they think, you know, yeah. like, you know, that. Uh, that Interesting. It, you know,
1: yeah. We broke it down. So I like
0: I go to a site called Slash Film for my movie uh, information because mm. I feel like the writers there really know how to like cut down and say this is exciting, but also here's a problem with right. it or that kind of thing. Because a lot of that's pop culture, a right. lot more like I ah, it know Spider Man or right. whatever. Uh, with music, I don't go to any review sites at all. Right. And so it's all about like, well, this came up in my Spotify. I'll listen to that, or i right. heard this was good, or what's new this week, or that kind of thing. Is there a place that you go to to one find new music and two that you really appreciate the the critical review that they have?
2: I do appreciate the writers at um, at Pitchfork quite a bit. Like a lot of them, I I don't really know them, but Mm -hmm. like where we communicate on Twitter or something like that. But like they, I do really appreciate the writing there. It's not very critical anymore. In that they don't really give like a ton of bad reviews anymore. Like if you know. I don't know, like Taylor Swift comes out with an album and they don't like it. They might give it like a 5.5, but like, let me, okay. Um, Let me say this. And I'm not saying that this is what pitchfork outrightly does, but they have been accused of it, which is that, when something becomes big enough to where it's a brand, like mm-hmm. Vice, like Vi- the, 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 the reviews in Vice back in the day when it was just a magazine uh-huh. were like, I, that was what I aspired to. I was just like, I they're loved- so, they only had like one, they had the happy face symbol and the barfing guy. And that was the only two, yeah, reviews.
0: I have, I, I'm sorry. Is I have it next the, to I I have, Ikea, the book? No, I have a, library right I have a bunch of Biao Vice is books. Lo- is looking around the room like aimlessly. <laughs> no, I have a couple of Vice uh, books that are just like amazing in that way. So for you to bring that up is like, you're right. It used to be so great. Right. So like when you could be,
2: but when you become a brand, what you start to, your, your priorities change editorially and, and from the publishing department in that you're like, you know, if I give. Um, this band a bad review, they might not play our festival. Uh, right. You know right. what I mean? Right. So like there is like that element there. And I'm not saying that they they did that, but there have been instances in which um, Pitchfork, um, you know, they asked a, a, a artist or a band to play something for them or ask them to like come in and do like one of their cool little video yeah. segments mm-hmm. or something like that. And what you'll start to notice, especially me being like, you know, like, oh, I know how the industry works on a smaller scale, but still a mm-hmm. general idea of it. You'll start to notice that like, oh, yeah, like they are kind of playing favorites. Mm. Like there is that element where like if somebody comes in or, and plays their festival or, or does a cute little video for them they'll they'll get like a better review for sure. their album yeah. which is complete shit of course yes. and everybody yeah. else agrees that it's complete shit but yeah. for some reason pitchfork gave it a 8.5 or right. something like that so you do start to like like why did they give you know it's like uh the the convenient example is arcade fire like that last arcade fire album was complete garbage like <laughs> nobody like that, that 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 album was like like dog shit on the street, like nobody <laughs> wanted to pick it up. It's not my dogs. Yeah, you know, like I'll I'm have not to listen f- to it. Oh, it's so bad. Or I'll have to at yeah. Least not w- w- and and Pitchfork still gave it like a good review because like uh. they've always been sort of in bed with that man. Yeah, band.
1: I have a, a personal question for you. So will you? This is like a two two pronged question. Number one is will you tell us about because you recently lost your job at city mm, beat. Yes. Um, and okay. So please tell us a little bit as much as you can about that. And then the second thing is you're someone that I think I could uh, like identify with for the longest time. I felt like my identity to others was like Meryl from the belly up. Sure. And you know, you to me were like Seth from city. Oh, absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's so weird to me how we, I really had to get used to th- a year or so after I left belly up, I still had to struggle with like, um, not the way I see myself, but other people at party sure. they want to almost identify you as like, you're worth something because you work at this venue and now even like on the radio I, I have that like oh it's like people even my good friends will introduce me like almost as like sh- she's on the radio so she's worth something you know what i mean uh, and so i almost had to like yeah. retrain myself to really believe like you can do it you you are your own person and sure. you bring that to the job rather than right. like the job making you so has that like affected your i guess identity or or you know
2: um well to, to answer your f- the first yeah. part question just to Get people up to speed or or whatever. Like, yes, like I I was at this local paper, this local weekly uh, for, you know, over a decade in in many roles, you know, freelance writer, then, you know, music editor, and then arts editor. That's right. You were the editor. Then arts and music editor. And then, you know, for the last three years, I was editor in
1: chief. I just, I just, I just remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, you were like the top. Yeah, so Top I was the bagel. guy in charge and
2: that sort of like made me it it didn't force me like I've always been very interested in politics and very I cu- I always I always actually paid attention to politics very very religiously because I care, but I had never written about it, so it sort of forced me to write about that. Anyway, the 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 short version of a very long story is that a um in the in the industry it's it's, it's increasingly um more and more trendy to or uh, it's a trend to see uh these sort of like corporate conservative companies mm-hmm. um buying out like local papers yeah. <laughs> and not just local papers local television local sta- media local, sta- local, just any local kind radio local stations media. april second I'll be able to yeah. tell you more about that but yeah now <laughs> totally, yeah. I'm not saying that yep. I, I'm not saying because it's it's not fair of me to say that they have an agenda but like when the president of the company is a, a Newt Gainrich uh donor Uh, This is not me. This is not conjecture. This is actually a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it was very clear to me that this company that bought City Beat uh, about, I want to say like five or six months ago, that, that they were, they're number one, they're based in Arizona. They had no sort of concept. They, so they bought like a group of, of newspapers in the Southern California region. This was their first venture outside of Arizona and we're not talking about phoenix here we're talking about like fucking like you know red blips yeah. you know yes so those areas which you, know? you
1: don't have to say but why would someone live there but don't answer me because maybe they oh no
2: p- arizona is hot garbage <laughs> like and <laughs> emphasis is, on yeah. hot you don't have to like worry about me being offended because like people who live in arizona like i'm sorry why but would you live good there? luck with all that yeah i agree you know yep.
1: It's, very, it's like, do you realize you don't have to do that?
2: Yeah, you yeah. realize that you don't have to live by choice at a place. Actually, to be fair, Grand Canyon, northern Arizona, gorgeous. Yeah. It's just mainly to southern visit. Arizona. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah, when we think of Arizona, we think of just like those places that are like 130
0: degrees. Yeah. Or, you know, I do think it's inter- interesting that in the history of history, someone went there and said, yep, let's start here. Right. Let's start here. That's my Well, I, I feel like Arizona.
2: they did that because there was nowhere left. They were I like mean, they were like California's settled. Yeah, New Mexico is still part of Mexico. Nevada what about this place? <laughs> yeah. Like, fine, whatever. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, oh. <laughs> nothing will come of it. Yeah. So and then so so anyway, the, yeah. th- this Arizona-based company bought the paper, and again, it was very clear to me from the beginning that like these were not people who were interested in doing what we had been doing, uh-huh. which is you know again like very left of center. Uh, you know, local music coverage, local arts, like a lot of arts coverage. And, you know, and especially when it from when it came to the politics, you know, like they just were like, oh, like and they weren't interested. And I and I and I, I make it sound like that there was like an active element there that they're like, hey, tone it down. No, they were completely they knew what they were going to do immediately, yeah. Yeah. which was come in and fire everybody that was Oof. there. And and just basically start this like other thing with the same name, which is exactly what they did. Yeah. So I was the first one to be let go, and well, not the first one, but there, it all came down at once. I was let go. Did you have an I, inkling that this was going? I mean, oh yeah, I know you said an no. inkling, but
1: like, is it a matter of three months, two weeks? What, what, like,
2: no, they bought the paper, and then a month later, I was like,
1: oh, Ooh, which is so like that is not a lot of time.
2: Oh, and they did it like so, like so skeezy. Like they basically made us start. They made us sign a new. Okay, so when, when they bought the paper from Southland Publishing, which was the previous owner, they basically made us sign new paperwork to get paid. So basically, we were essentially like new employees of their company. That's what we were talking right? about. Yeah. Yep. So we were we were ostensibly in that grace period where they can
0: let us go for any reason and don't have to give us uh-huh. cause. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So yeah, like I, I mean, it's one of those smart business things if you're no. in that position, and it just sucks because it's such a shitty thing to do. How many years did you work there? I mean, off and on. Like I didn't. It wasn't one long stretch. Sure. So
2: off and on for like like over 2004 to 2000 jeez yeah 2004 was when i first wrote for them so off and on like since 2004 whenever wow. whatever that adds up to so yeah it was just like you know they they were super shitty about the way they let me go they were super shitty about letting me gather my things to, really oh yeah like i because i had like a lot of stuff in my office yeah. admittedly and like art on the walls and you know just media everywhere and like and by media i mean like physical media like cds and records and things like that and books so yeah and like they were just like you need to get your stuff and go and that's like
1: so inhumane that really drives me crazy
2: i mean i've i've learned that it's not that uncommon to do that and i'm not playing devil's advocate by any means but i'm just saying like for me it was just like they were like you know the guy who 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 fired me who was a complete like you know like i would not be surprised to see that guy at a MAGA rally one day (laughs) like he he was just very like you know asshole-ish about it he was just like you know like are you almost done are you almost done and then he had he had the balls to like come in and like ask me for like a favor so like one of the big things that got like a lot of attention was like he came in as i was gathering my things to leave and was just like hey seth can you do me a favor and i like chuckled Uh, like like who like i'm sorry but who has like the like gumption or balls to like come in and like ask somebody for a favor after you unceremoniously left them Let them go, and also said like we don't have to give you any severance or any sort of like anything because you are technically a new employee. Oh man! And you're in that that grace period of we can let you go for any reason and not be you know. And also we're based in Arizona and the same laws don't apply. So yeah, and anyway, but I I don't want to get stuck on this. So no, of course, yeah, yeah. But so they like yeah. So so you chuckled your best. So I chuckled, and he was like, "Well, if you're going to be like that, you can just get out." And I was just like, um, okay, like, do you understand where I'm coming from yeah. here? Like, how, like, I might b- just laugh because, like, you just fired me and for no reason, right? And and he was like, well, we don't have to. We we will have your stuff uh, boxed up and shipped to you. Fuck you. Please leave oh, immediately. God. Fuck you. Get off. And if you come back, we'll call the police. And blah blah blah. Call the police. A, and <laughs> I know. I know. And you're I said, good, if the police come, they're gonna they're gonna tell you exactly what I'm telling yeah. you right now, which is like. Can you just let this guy get his stuff? Yeah. Like, why know, are you calling us? I know
1: you're fine, but I'm I'm sorry that that happened to you. Because oh I, no, it's fine. I know, I know, but I I feel like you not and no one deserves that. But I think especially not you because you're like I don't know. I just think especially that, not you. No, huh. I mean
0: like I'm not a I'm you don't deserve it. Like nobody deserves it. Well, no. some people
1: might deserve it. Some people might, not not. I mean, no, it's not good <laughs> for anyone. But right. some people like some people that just sit at their desks all day and like play Tetris. I feel like then it's like okay, then that's a little bit less sad. But oh, I feel no, like yeah. someone like you that's given your heart and soul and brain. For so long to when you put thing, it like that, yeah,
2: it, it, I definitely like you know I worked like when I was especially when I was the editor, like I worked twelve hour days, like you know five six nights a week, yeah, you know, or six days a week because I was often there till night. But like, yeah, so like I did feel you know hurt by it all. Like I know but
1: you're it, good, but at that to me that's just like that sucks. Like you know watching your friend, you no course. one wants to watch your friend. But
2: like I didn't that. get too bent out of shape about it for two reasons. One, it wasn't completely out of the blue. Like I knew that this wasn't going to be a good fit just by yeah. being around some of the people who were in the company already. I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, I, here's a great example. Like when the, the the woman who is the editor, quote unquote, now she's the editor. She doesn't really do a, a lot, but she she's like a ma- she's a music writer, like for the most part. And she came in, and I just saw the writing on the wall. She was very like, you know, like very interested in going like, well, how do you feel about this? you know if we did more of this or did more of that and i was like that's not really what we do like so for example like she was like you know like her claim to fame is that like she missed nirvana play because she was too busy like interviewing um vince neal from motley Crue. (laughs) like so she's basically like and i'm i'm saying this like not knowing anything really a ton about her but like she looks like the type of person who used to be like like a hair metal um, uh, groupie yeah. or something, yeah. and she like brags about that. Oh, like man. she's just like, oh yeah, I saw like Striper play at oh, the Palladium man. back in the day, and you're just like, cool. <laughs> it's like okay, Tani Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like, and then she was just like, oh like you know we just did a feature on Lenny Kravitz, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. You know like yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't. You know, like, like Lenny Kravitz is kind of cool. He's played made some good songs, but we're we're really with my bread and butter, or my, what I, my mission with City Beat was always the same thing. It was like I want to write about and cover the things that nobody really knows about, but they will, you know, you you know, yeah. like a year from now, six months from now, or whatever. Like we were when when we were talking about um Billie Eilish earlier, we were the first paper. To cover, like we 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 were the only paper in town or publication in town that covered her show at Soma. Really? Yeah. So, that's, that's so like, cool. cause we, cause I I had this great intern at the time, Sarah, who was just like, "Hey, you really got to pay attention to this girl. She's going somewhere." And I was like, "Well, why don't I get you on the list and you can go wow. write about it?" You know. So like, she went and she wrote about the show and. You know, like that was to me like great because like it's 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 validation when you see the UT cover a year later. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like that was my mission, whether it came to politics. I wanted to cover like the people who were running for that small city council seat who might become mayor one day or whatever. You just saw that potential. So, you know, to have somebody come in and say like, yeah, we want to like do like, you know, more coverage of like musicians that. That people already know, you know, uh, and you're just like, yeah, that's not really what we do, like, but sure, we could maybe run it on the website or something like that right. and share content. So I was trying to be diplomatic and, but like I said, the writing on was on the wall there. Like, it was just like very clear that it wasn't going to be a good fit. So when it did happen, number one, I wasn't surprised. And number two, it's just part of the landscape now. Yeah. yeah. Like, there, if you're in the journalism game or, or business, like... Yeah, you have to expect like the acts to come at any at any time because, you know, especially in print media, but like even if you're not in print media and your station, you know, your local TV station gets bought by, uh, you know, that conservative mega company corporation yeah. that's just snatching up all these like local stations in order to run their like propaganda then you might be, you know, you you, you might be fired, you know? And boy,
1: did my circle get smaller of my friends when I wasn't at Belly Up anymore. And in in between, you kind of see who, like, is around just because you're not someone with a cool job. And instead, you're like, this person still likes me as a human. Right. Right.
2: There's nobody, but it's cool. Like, a lot of people have been really cool and supportive and reaching out and just saying, like, dude, like, what are you doing now? Like, you should start your own website or blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, "Eh, I'm not really interested in that. But, like... So many people, like all the people who worked there are gone. Wow, all of them. That is so sad. like there's there's nobody there from like you know, the original cast, I guess is yeah. the best way to put yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. you know, like the last two remaining editorial people quit uh, shortly after I was let go. um and it's it's important to point out that like I wasn't the only one. like of the of the four or five newspapers and and weeklies that they bought. Um, the vast majority of the editorial people and those other papers, the Pasadena Weekly, the Argonaut up in like the South Bay of LA, they were all let go. Wow. Like people who had worked there like steadily for years. Like there was one, the, the arts and culture writer for the Pasadena Pasadena Weekly, he's a, like a household name up in Pasadena. Uh-huh. He got let go. I mean, he
0: was really really upset oh. but like you know so essentially I mean this big company is just Adam Duritz coming through <laughs> and fucking all the cast of Friends yeah exactly I mean that's
2: I feel like <laughs> there was more consensual <laughs> There's was a more, sure, con, much, much right. more consensual hey, you with don't Adam know Duritz you don't know Duritz I, 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 I'm not going to say anything bad about Adam Duritz
0: I feel like Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston came to him I was just going to say like th- it was awesome talking to you you have a lot of knowledge it, and I really appreciate you being so honest in uh, yeah. all of your Harsh uh, opinions and criticisms. And
2: <laughs> well, I'm not always harsh, and, but I do have a lot of opinions. That's for sure. Yeah. Well,
1: Where th- can people yeah. thank
0: you. see you? Thank you for really, yeah. Thank you course. guys
1: for
2: having me, and it's really an honor to to talk to your. Your huge audience. Stop, sad. <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> what if I say
1: back? I'm like, well, our, our audience yeah, is bigger yeah. than yours, right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> it, it probably <laughs> very yeah, much I will. Be. It might be in a actually. week, it won't be, but I'm yeah. sure in like a <laughs> yeah. two weeks. Uh, no,
2: no, I I really appreciate being um you know the whatever whatever I am the 200th <laughs> 103 103. 103. that's a great number. 104, sorry, 104. it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Where <laughs> can people find you? Follow you. Uh, I can be found on uh all the social media. I guess the probably the best one to follow me is uh. Uh, Twitter I'm very responsive on Twitter Just go
0: to twitter.com
2: twitter.edu <laughs> um <laughs>
1: twitter.org
0: <laughs> Yeah
2: um, yeah no I'm on Twitter it's uh it's my last name which is C O M B S uh, and then my first name S E T S E T H Seth. S-E-T-H Coombseth. Thank you. I yeah.
1: believe in you. You're the best. Oh, thank you. I can see you. you like president of something.
2: We got, we think. <laughs> I mean it. Well, I guess. Like you're, I feel like. This I mean, next I have like, like really some. Yeah. I have like, you know, a, a somewhat of a sordid past, but like given the person who's currently in the White House, like it probably wouldn't stop me. <laughs> so <laughs> sure. like, so, um, but yeah, we'll have to go get some calamari later and discuss. I would love
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> we love you,
2: man. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, guys.
0: got more pizzazz than that i know you're that done i know
1: fun. do that again do that again that was fun
0: that was fun that was fun
1: seth is the man
0: i really like talking to him i had a lot of questions man i'm really interested in the music industry and also like writing has always been something that i'm interested in yeah but haven't attacked uh in a serious way
1: i think you should start by texting me longer than <laughs> answers of ha. Or one word. <laughs> that's because
0: you'll text me like 19 different messages because that I'm say like one thing. Yeah, no, I that's not a writer. It just boils down to like yeah. yes or no, but really. You're like, like, I don't like when you're like, hey, send. <laughs> Are you there? Send. I was
1: thinking. Send. What's
0: send. going on? Send. I don't It's send like, that. oh my gosh, just write me a paragraph. Don't
1: say this in front of Seth. He's going to know I'm just what send. kind of writer anyway, I am.
0: I, I really liked talking to Seth. Yeah. He was awesome. Uh, And I can see a little myself in him. And the way that he presents his ideas, yeah. And boy, we are both pretentious fucks. Let me I know you, you guys. And I he did show up
1: wearing a blazer. I, I was know, right, right?
0: That fucking blazer. But
1: he's great, and I think I like pretentious. I don't. No, I, that. I,
0: I, I don't mean that as a negative, even though it sounds, oh, obviously, very much a negative. But like, I think we just both have our tastes, and uh, we do like to be honest with our opinions. Yes. I think that's good. I think we need more of that. Honesty helps. Without being rude, you know it's you don't have to be rude to be an honest critique
1: right we can Mm. loosen the noose
0: yeah oh my god (laughs) okay i'm just glad that uh oh my (laughs) god i just took it
1: for you because it drives you crazy (laughs) leave that part in but i just do it i I don't even have to go anywhere i just do that to drive you crazy
0: i really (laughs) okay you ready to go thanks seth
1: Thanks, Bo. Don't be upset. Well, what is it? Don't are, be upset. Is that how you want Don't be the upset. end of the
0: episode to sound? is like we're in the middle of a sentence and you go,
1: okay, bye. That's how normally like, people, I'm No, ghosting. it's
0: not. It's not.
1: We really appreciate you guys. Please. No,
0: it's not about that either. Don't. That's bullshit what you're saying. All I'm saying is there's a way to round this up. I feel like you are really good at act one and act two, but in your third act, everything falls apart. I feel like I'm
1: a towel that has been twisted of all of its liquids at this point.
0: Okay, but all you have to do is... You can do one or two sentences and get out of it. But Mm -hmm. now we have to have this whole moment where we talk about it. Do you understand? (laughs) You see, you're making more work for yourself instead of just being like, yeah, it was an awesome experience talking to Seth. Uh, We're not going to implode right now. I'm not imploding. These people. This is the
1: version of my text, though. This is just like I feel like we're saying eight sentences of just saying Uh we we had a great time with Seth. Bye. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, No, you're
0: fine. You're fine. Thanks, Meryl. Thanks for being here today. Uh, so listener, so I'm still here because I want to make sure that the period is at the end of the sentence instead of just cutting off halfway through. Oh, hey, what did I miss? Oh, nothing, nothing at all. Other than you just being completely rude, completely <laughs> yeah, rude you're really to your mad podcast co-host and to the guest at hand.
1: I like when you get honestly mad because your beautiful brown eyes turn an even sh- deeper shade of brown. I won't bu- say goodbye. I'm, we could. I'll I'm, look at you all day.
0: I'm seething. You right are. Now. I know
1: you're
0: I'm not seething. am seething. You're seething. I'm seething. Anyway, until next time, it was great to talk to him and all of you. Uh, we hope to see you real soon. And I'm just fucking done with Meryl.
1: <laughs> I don't know why you're mad at me. Bye. I'm we can not do mad. Lo- so here, and we can work on this together. This episode of Campfire
0: like Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Klimo. We're